Hi, everybody. This is Chris with the Life is a Ride podcast. I am the author of Life is a Ride, My Unconventional Journey of Cancer Recovery. And I'm really, really happy to be talking about psilocybin and microdosing and other kinds of dosing with Nicole Treadaway, who is, full disclosure, has been guiding me on my microdosing journey for the last three months, almost three months now, and will continue guiding me for at least a couple months more. So, um, Nicole, thank you for joining us. I'm going to read your bio real quick, if that's okay. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Nicole Treadaway travels the world, assisting others in connecting to and remembering the love within their own heart. She helps her clients to heal the woundings they hold there, to melt away the walls they have built, the change they are bound with, to open up to the love which she believes is the truth we're all created from. Nicole weaves in many healing modalities with her clients, both online and in person, including sound therapy, intuitive channeled activations, that's a mouthful to say, coaching guidance, and works deeply with the sacred plant medicine psilocybin and that's what we're going to hopefully focus on mostly today is psilocybin so tell us about your background how'd you get into this well it's so funny when someone asked me that question um my first question is how how long do you have (laughs) (laughs) well okay good question um (laughs) or good counter question how how about uh one minute How's that? Okay, great. And well, my other question is, uh, in this life or all the other lives? <laughs> my background. <laughs> uh, see, we've already used up 30 seconds of the minute. Um, uh, let's focus on this life more recently. Okay, yeah. beautiful. Um, so my background is I... Many, many moons ago, I went into opening up to the idea of spirituality, which was non-existent in my world before that. So I thought, although I was deeply connected with nature and, um, and the frequency of the earth. And I, I then went into practicing and teaching yoga, meditation, breath work, opening practices, which led me into moving into healing with sound therapies and sound frequencies. And then it it was kind of a progression thing. I had always had a deep um, passion and reverence for holistic healing through nutrition. That was a a huge part of it, which led me to working with herbal and plant medicines. And so that was kind of the in for me with starting to open up more to the energies of using um, and working with psilocybin, although even in my younger age, I was always the one that preferred to recreationally explore with the with the mushrooms, whereas other people were exploring with other things. I always had a deep connection with that that specific frequency of the medicines. And so I assume that must have been at least a small part of your journey into helping others with psilocybin for mental health was your own experience with them? Yes, definitely. I I had already wor- been working with people doing different types of coaching and lifestyle guidance and all the things that I, I had explained earlier. And there was a point a few years ago where I 
felt that I wanted to go to the next level in opening up to not only for me, it wasn't necessarily mental health. It was more the woundings that I had within myself, within my heart, um, with uh, things that were unexplainable that I would have traumas with. And the medicine came into my world in, in a in a you know more kind of uh, medicinal way, I guess, to assist me with actually opening up to what else is inside me. Um, I call it the internal realms and what else is is around me in these other realms that we don't even realize are here with us or exist. And you know, some people would refer to it to spirituality and what have you. So that is initially was to assist me with going deeper into my own woundings and also to open up to what else is out there. So how long have you been, well, let me back up. Let's talk about how you help your clients with psilocybin. How long have you been treating people with it? And talk to us about some of the protocols you use. What what would a client expect if they called you? What would be the options? Well, first off, uh, the I do initial consultation calls with people because it is not this is not meant for everyone. It's not another fix it pill that everyone is is you know in alignment with it. It's not something that initially resonates for people. And some people aren't even intended to work with this medicine, depending on what other medications they're on, if they are you know, working with um, the Western world doctors, and if they are on medications for antidepressants, anxiety, bipolar, um, what have you, there's, in my practice, I don't work with people that are actually working with those medicines, it can be detrimental to their mental and physical health. So we would hop on a call and have a consultation call to see what it is that they are wanting to explore. And I always, as you know, Chris, make sure that uh, people know that it is not going to be a pop a pill and let's fix your life. It is diving in to what is beneath the surface. This medicine, as I'm sure other types of natural medicines and plant medicines assist with is it assists with going into that wounding and getting in and under into those deeper levels that are hiding you know whether we hide it whether we push it down or whether um, we've been forced to this helps to soften and helps to open up those spaces that are needing our attention that are needing our love that are needing to be witnessed that are needing to be heard and um, so, yeah, that's that would be how I begin. Is that answering your question? <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, and we should probably back up a little bit. I mean, you're more, much more well versed in this than I am. But there's been a lot of studies recently and ongoing studies that have shown the benefits of psilocybin for mental health. So this is not just a pie in the sky thing. This is real. This is working. This is helping people. And personally, exactly. I will personally I will say it's helping me. In just the three months, it's um, really taken the edge off of things. It, it, it quietly and mildly enhances things, which I enjoy. Um, so the differences are subtle, but they're in a way they're also profound. Exactly. Um, so people call you, they email you. Say, Nicole, uh, I want to experiment with 
psilocybin. I've had these issues about anxiety or depression. You guys talk, you figure out whether or not each of you are appropriate for each other. And, and then what happens? Let's say you guys agree to, to work together. So there's a couple of different ways that I work with my clients. Uh, the first one that, that we are working, you and I are working together, is working with what is called microdosing with the psilocybin. It is a very small amount of the, the medicine that I work with them in a certain process of um, every, every so often on the date. It's, it's every pretty much every few days, and it lasts for about two to three months. And we meet weekly on a video call and we work together for about an hour. And that is where we start to get into those deeper woundings, those traumas, those things that are alive in them that are wanting to be seen, felt, heard, and loved. And so that would be part one and this, this option one. And this is not a, a process where you're going to actually feel the medicine. Like you said, it's very subtle. And I always wish that I could video each person's experience because the subtleness is so obvious to me as I'm working with the people through these um, these weekly sessions. But it is, it's, it, you're not going to see visuals. You're not going to, you know, feel like woo or anything like that. And, and if you are, then it's, you're, you're taking too high of a dose. And what I explain it as is it helps to open up the blinders that many of us have on in our life. So this helps to open you up both physically, emotionally, mentally in a, in a subtle way as we dive into those spaces that are needing to be held and healed. And uh, just uh, one follow-up question to the microdosing. I think you told me, for example, the dose I'm taking is 0.25 grams. Is that right? Correct. And everyone is a little bit different. So we, we kind of play with it at the beginning. And this is, this is a practice similar to religion or to not to compare it to politics or anything like that, but everyone kind of has their own way that they work with it. So this is a way that I have found that works is I start people on a very um, certain amount of a dose. And then we kind of go may, may go back and forth for a few days to see what it is that resonates for them. It's always very uh, safe. We are with each other the entire hour of the first time they have the medicine and lots of check-ins and what have you. Um, and so, yeah, it, it really varies per person on the amount, even the time of day varies. And uh, it can even vary on the length, the, the duration that we're going to work together with the medicine. So tell us about option two, which also has some options within it, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the guided I, journey. Yeah. And really what I love about this is, is catering these to each person. Because like I said, I will say time and time again, it's not a fix-it pill. It's not I'm going to pop this and everything's going to turn into flowers and rainbows and everything is beautiful and, and I get to numb out again. It's not that. So we, we work very closely together. So each person's experience is catered to them and also each time I work with each person so this this new round that we're going to be going into your intentions may be different we may be working together differently this time because your energy has shifted and openings have happened so the the next option option 2 2.5 2.3 2.4 whatever it might be is we 
move into what I call a deeper journey with the medicine. And this would be what most people would would maybe think of when they think of having a psychedelic mushroom journey is we are going for you dropping into your internal energy. So many times, um, most of the time you'll have a mask on. It's a very sacred space that we set up together. It's always in person. I fly throughout the entire world to work with people and we, we work together building up to it. Again, working on the things that are intended to come to the surface. And then the medicine helps to open up those spaces that are hiding, those spaces that our protective self are wanting to, to hide away and hold back from us. So then we have sacred ceremony together. Um, I am also very reverent with the medicine. Uh, all earth medicines to me are, are blessings that were given to us by mother earth, uh, by source, God, whatever you want to refer to it as. And, and I, I bring in the sound frequencies, the uh, channeled energies, which I, um, many times it, it can be um, someone in your life that has moved onward. It could be a higher versions of yourself. It could be lineage, some of your lineage that comes through. And, and I work with uh, hands-on uh, to help open up the body to also, um, it's, it's so powerful to work, powerful to work with the sound uh, frequency instruments on the body. It is one of the, the most opening frequencies that I've worked with to help people drop in to their experience and also to calm the nervous system as they move into this experience. And this is an overnight experience where we stay together through the night um, and, and then we're together the next morning and we go through processing and then there's always support after, after the experience as well. I also, I guess part two of that is some people want to do something a little smaller. They might be feeling a little anxious about going in so deeply and they want to have a little kind of mini experience. So I, I will offer something where where it might be about a three to six hour experience with a smaller dosage that won't take people quite so far inward. And, and for some people, that's a nice little introduction to have before going into um, what I call a real deep journey with the psilocybin. So whether it's the microdosing like I'm doing or the, the deeper guided journeys, what kind of results have you seen? Profound, profound. I, I, I really love to use uh, as an example, a man that I've been working with off and on for about two years, uh, a little over two years now. And he's, um, uh, he was, he was diagnosed with different types of anxiety, depression, um, falsely diagnosed with bipolar and was on medications for about 30 years, as well as had tried every Western practice, every, um, every, you know, Eastern spiritual practices, things I'd never even heard of over the past 30 years to try to assist him. And while I, I continue to tell him that it, this wasn't the magical pill that did it, those things helped him to begin opening up he was able to get off of all of his medications, uh, Western medications, uh, through microdosing with um, with weekly sessions, 
as well as we have worked together now in four uh, deeper, we started with a medium journey and have done three deeper journeys together. And it is beyond, I, I would love to do, have done a documentary with working with him. It is beyond almost unbelievable if I hadn't witnessed his shifts that he has gone through. And he is now able to live his life Western medicine free. And he is, is even backed off of the microdosing slightly to where he's able to live his life in, in like feeling the love within himself and also living his life and having passion and like wanting to get out and experience the world in ways that he never was able, mm. able to experience before. That's amazing. So that's, it is, it is beautiful. Every time I tell the story, I get chills and, and feel so honored and so blessed that I was able to, and still am able to experience his, his, his path that he's on. I don't have a lot of experience with taking, um, antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications but when i have i know that when i try to stop them i go through withdrawals and it's scary so i don't do that anymore mm -hmm. are there the question i'm leading into is are there any side effects of microdosing or or using psilocybin when properly dosed and under under proper guidance well, first I'm going to say I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist. So I, in my experience, I have had one instance where someone was allergic to the mushrooms. They also were allergic to all mushrooms, all fungus. So that uh, is something that happened where they had, um, you know, physical itching and things like that. Uh, there is... There's different, I mean, I've worked with so many different people. There's so many different situations. Some people work with me for two months and they've had the openings that they've been looking for and they are, they feel free and open and they're ready to now move in their own path and, and assist themselves further. There are some people that may have to, um, be on the medicine and at, in some way, shape or form for the rest of their life in order to not feel the call or feel needed to go back to those antidepressants, anti-anxiety, mm -hmm. what have you. Now, I, I can't say any of this as a hundred percent, like I said, because everyone's different. And as far as what I've experienced, uh, some people experience nausea every once in a while. The deeper journeys are totally different. Uh, some people purge during the deeper journeys. Some people, um, you know, cry and have a lot of physical release and things like that. But as far as the microdosing, uh, that really is the only thing I've experienced is where someone had a, an allergic reaction to them. Um, but again, I, I can't really say it's on a case by case basis mm -hmm. per person. And talk to us about the different, not, not necessarily getting into the detail of different strains of psilocybin, but there are different strains, correct? Correct. Yes. There's, I mean, it's, it's like anything. There's so many and there people are creating new things all the time and, you know, blending different strains together and, 
Some are very soft and gentle. Those are the ones that I work with for the microdosing. It's a very soft, gentle, easeful opening. Uh, some are, let's hit this running for the, for the deeper journeys. I do have a couple of clients that I've worked with with that, where I worked with them previously in a journey and they weren't able to get into a space. So then I know some of the strains will actually force them to go into that. And so occasionally I will bring in something um, much more, uh, I guess, soul hitting or, or uh, really powerful to help them go into that space. But for me, I, I typically I'm, I'm more of a soft energy type of person, not, you know, hard love or I'm going to like, let's go run in, in a marathon and make ourselves pass out or anything like that. So for me, I, I typically like to stick with the ones that are a little more soft and gentle for the opening, unless it, I really get the message that the, this person is going to need something a little stronger. I, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think you and I share a belief that Western medicine has a place, but well, now I'm going to speak just for me, that we've become over-reliant on it in this country, whether it's chronic illness, mental illness. Um, I, I do believe that these plant medicines are, I mean, they're being used now, as we discussed, and I think they're going to be used much more and more in the years ahead, which I'm really excited about, and I'm guessing you are too. What are the challenges and opportunities of these, of using these plant medicines as we go forward? Well, let me, let me talk about the challenges that, that I am feeling first. Uh, there's, there's a way that I've experienced, and as you spoke about the Western medicine as well, or, and I'm sure that many of us will, will agree that people are looking for something to fix them, right? And so as this becomes more prevalent and mainstream, which is beautiful that it is being able to be offered to more people, my, my hope is that that it is still that people still realize that that it's not just a, something they can pop and that it's it still takes work to get to the deeper awarenesses and healings that are underneath all of it so so it is is that that i guess is that it's not treated as another fix it another fix it pill and then as far as Yes, 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 to it being available to so many more in, in so many ways, right? To where where as long as people are being guided guided safely and professionally and and we're not losing the the deep reverence for where this medicine came from. Yes, yes, yes to people experiencing this all over the world. In in my opinion, I wish it, I, I wish eventually in a sacred way still that it becomes as available as, you know, or as necessary as having vitamin C or something like this. Right. <laughs> in my opinion, it's, it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's opening, it's opening, it's opening. And it's also creating these beautiful pathways, not just into ourselves, but also creating these beautiful connections and pathways to others. And I, I can't see any, anything, challenging in that part of it whatsoever feels it feels 
like a continued blessing. So last question, what else would you like our listeners to know? Well, uh, Chris, I have a prayer that I would like to read, if that's okay. I wrote this, um, I wrote this a while ago, and I actually just recently posted it to social media. And while I am deeply rooted in our, uh, I guess, our typical energy of mainstream humanity, I also am deeply rooted in the other realms. And very connected to earth medicine and other realm medicines and all the things. And so this is, this is, is my prayer for, for us as humanity, as we move into opening to this more and also for our earth as well. As humanity begins to open up more and more to the profound benefits of psychedelics, it is my prayer that the sanctity of the beautiful and powerful sacred earth medicines are not lost. I pray that we continue to treat them and their therapeutic, opening, expansive, and potent healing energies with deep reverence. I pray that each person who chooses to work with these sacred earth medicines is guided in a professional manner, while also being invited to fully explore the realms within the self as well as the innumerable realms around us. I pray that these beyond magical sacred earth medicines are not treated as yet another fix-it pill and are paired with opening, connected, and therapeutic practices to allow one's deeper woundings to be seen, felt, loved, and healed. I pray that each person's experience with these sacred earth medicines continue to be deeply honored and rooted in the spiritual practices from which they have come. I pray that our divine earth mother, Gaia Pachamama, feels the gratitude of each and every person who partakes in the healing and sacred earth medicines she has provided for us. I pray that each experience with the sacred earth medicines be felt as a blessing coming from nature, source, God, universe, and or the higher self. And I pray for the healing of humanity and that we continue to open our precious hearts to the beauty we hold there through the assistance of these sacred earth medicines and all earth medicines that were created in the frequency of love. Mm. (sighs) Yeah, that was beautiful. Really, really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to put in the show notes how people can reach you. I assume you're open to new clients. Beautiful. Um, Yeah, I love that. I love seeing how we can connect and feeling into how it could flow. And again, just from my perspective, uh, I'm going to repeat what I said earlier. The microdosing has really helped me and I anticipate it continuing to help me. And I encourage people to check it out, learn more. There's a lot online. Uh, There's a documentary, four-part documentary by Michael Pollan on Netflix called How to Change Your Mind. Uh, He also has a book that he wrote which is my entryway into all this. Um, 
Nicole, thank you for joining us. This has been great. Beautiful, Chris. Thank you so much. My pleasure and my honor. Talk to you later. Chat soon.